Hello friend, my name is Wallace and I'm a pastor. Today I want to share with you a word that I believe to be encouraging. Today I want to share with you an attribute of God and its effect. An attribute of God and its effect. The attribute that I'm talking about today is the attribute of God's omnipotence. The word just means that he is all-powerful. All-powerful, not some powerful, but all-powerful. He is sovereign. He is in control. He has all power within himself. He holds all things together. He is completely perfect, self-sufficient, because he has all power which means that he has all joy. He has all goodness, all the peace. God is all-powerful in and of himself. He holds everything together. You see, this attribute helps us understand that God is self-sufficient. He doesn't need power from somewhere. He doesn't have to purchase a gift card of power. He doesn't have to call a friend and say, I need your help. As if he was lacking. No, God is self-sufficient. If God is omnipotent, God is self-sufficient. He has all the power. You see... You may be you may be turned off by this. You may say, "Oh, I I don't want to listen to this. I don't want to hear your theology. I don't want these deep thoughts." Or, or not to say this is so deep or profound, but but maybe you just you're you're thrown off a little bit by by the by the attribute of God, specifically this one, God's omnipotence. But you want to hear something that matters, my friend. The theology of the Bible matters. That the theology of God, right? The study of God matters and who he is matters. And you're right. You're right by thinking, I, I don't want just theology. I just don't, I don't want to just fill my brain, my head with the study of God and these great thoughts and all this deep and profound stuff. I, 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 I need a heart change. I need a God who knows me. I need a God who I can meet with. I need I need something more than just information. The information and the truth of God leads to that transformation. And so that's why I'm sharing this. But you're right. If the theology of the Bible or the study of God does not change your heart, then what value is it? And so I agree. But I believe it to be a means to an end. The theology, the study of God, is a means to a changed heart. And so, I want to talk about the omnipotence of God. It means that that God is all-powerful. Again, it it says that God is self-sufficient. In other words, He doesn't need us, now listen to this, to use an example, He doesn't need us to worship Him. You ever thought about that? He doesn't need us to worship him. We, we don't 
we add nothing unto God. We add nothing unto Him as if He's lacking when we worship. Yes, my friend, He does take pleasure in the worship, but it's not as if He's lacking anything. You see, when we worship, we're not there to increase His pleasure as if He's lacking or we can fill him more than what he's already filled because God is self-sufficient. He's all-powerful. And you say, well, then why worship? That's a great question. Why worship? Well, it has to do with God, yes. We worship him because we acknowledge him. We glorify him. We get to take part in seeing God and knowing God, therefore reflecting God in our reaction of God by way of worship. Worship is a reaction of what we come to understand. Worship is a reaction of what we see. Worship is something that we do out of obedience to reflect Him. So we get the pleasure and the privilege of reflecting God, responding to God, which glorifies God, which the world now sees in our worship. And yes, we get to enjoy God in that worship. And yes, He enjoys and He takes pleasure. And, and frankly, I, I, I don't completely comprehend it. If He's already filled up with pleasure in and of Himself, then why? Then what's this extra pleasure like? Does it does it fill his cup and overflow? What is it? I, I don't know. I don't have a perfect answer for you. But he does take pleasure. But it's not as if he's lacking or we're giving him something. And then he walks away and says, man, I'm so glad you worshiped me today because now I feel better. That's just not the case with God. Because remember, he's self-sufficient. And so when we look at Acts chapter 17, Verses 24 and 25, it reads this. It says here in Acts, verse 24, it says, The God who made the world and all things in it, since he is Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in temples made with hands. Now listen to this great truth, verse 25. Nor is he served by human hands, as though he needed anything, since he himself gives to all people life and breath in all things. You see, God is not like other quote-unquote gods, not made with human hands. So Paul is pointing out here that God is the creator that he's pointing to and teaching in Acts that's captured here in the text is, is pointing to a God who's alive and, and, and a God who's creator, a, a God that, that has not been created by man. That this God is self-sufficient. He needs nothing. He needs not our worship. He needs not care from our hands. He needs not tending to but he is self-sufficient. He is omnipotent. 
Now, not only do I want to talk to you about this attribute uh, of, of God's omnipotence, which, which tells us that he is self-sufficient, but, but I also want to share with you a truth, a, what I'd like to call a leadership truth. Because I think this kind of relates to leadership. And, and, and I want to share with you what I believe is a helpful truth um, that, that will assist you in leading, uh, being a leader, practicing leadership and not likership. You see, we tend to, as leaders, and we're all leaders to some degree or another in some aspect, in some circle, some bubble, some, some area of our life, whether small or large, we are all leaders to some degree. And we struggle with seeking this likership. We seek affirmation from others. We tend to need affirmation, and that's true because we're not God, and we are lacking but to be a good leader, you have to beware uh, of, of this likership versus leadership, right? We like to be liked. That's because we are faulty. We need affirmation. We need to be loved. We are lacking. We are born with a faulty system in a sense, right? We're born into a faulty system. We are faulty people. We have limits. We have sin. Our sin nature is something that we've inherited from Adam. So we are faulty. So that's why we need affirmation. That's why we, in a sense, need to be liked and to be loved. We're missing something. My friend, that's, that's something that only God can do, not man. You see, we can't get satisfaction from other human beings that will truly and deeply and profoundly satisfy us. We can only get that true, deep, profound, fulfilled satisfaction from God, our Creator, who is the all-sufficient one, who has all the power, who has all the power and then some and never runs out who loves us with a perfect love, a perfect patience, a perfect kindness, because he's all-powerful. He has everything and then some. You see, in the same way, we, we, we think that, that, that God needs something but because we need something. But you see, remember, God doesn't need to be liked like we have. So we tend to do what we think God needs based on what we are feeling and what we think. So that's why we, we give. We say, we say, Lord, I'm going to worship. Uh, I'm going to give. I'm going to do. And it makes me feel good because I'm giving to God and doing for God as if I've contributed to his lacking. Because we're kind of doing this because it's what we would like. Right? God doesn't need to be liked like we need to be liked and loved. It's not the same. God doesn't need to be liked. He, he, he doesn't need to be fulfilled by us like we need to be fulfilled. He stands alone fulfilled. So remember, 
we as leaders must get our fulfillment from Him and not others. And so that's what truly frees us up to be the leaders that we need to be, right? When we understand that our fulfillment and acceptance comes from God, we can better lead others because we are accepted by Him and we don't need it from others. So stop pursuing likership. We are then, you see, liberated when we get it from God to lead others without the need to work hard at gaining their approval, working hard for them to like us. So my friend, we've talked about an attribute of God. That's his omnipotence. God is self-sufficient. He's all-powerful. And we've talked about its effect uh, that, that it has on us uh, and, and, and how we can properly worship, how we can properly serve God. And again, it's not out of a motivation that he's lacking and we need to fulfill it. But, it, but it's for different reasons and we've talked about that a little bit. And, and I hope that you've gleaned from this message, uh, this, this leadership truth that we don't have to seek out the affirmation of others, uh, that likership is very different than leadership. And, and, and when we are truly fulfilled by God, and he, when He's meeting our needs in a profound, powerful way that only He can do, that really frees us up to really lead others better because we're not seeking their likership or, or, or seeking identity in them, whether they like us or not. I hope that's been helpful for you. And, and I want to encourage you to go back to Acts chapter 17, verses 24 and 25. And I want, to, I want to encourage you to continue to pray and ask God to transform your heart. Um, may Lord bless you. Uh, may the Lord keep you and help you to be uh, the leader he's called you to be. Um, and, and may he truly uh, continue to remind you that, that he loves you. Uh, that that you, you can find your identity in Him, that He's all-powerful, and, and the theology of the Bible matters uh, for, 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 for our hearts uh, to be changed. It doesn't end at the theology, but it is a means to an end, which is heart transformation. So Lord bless you, Lord keep you, and again, may He cause His face to shine upon you. Amen. <music>